the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Hi, I'm Rob Black. Good day. I'm your financial expert guiding you towards retirement. Or something like that. Maybe poverty. Rob Black caused millions of people to save accounts. Think about retirement. Get on the same page. And then everything went to a heck in a handbasket. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Um, one of the things, you know, we should talk about probably on a regular basis is areas of mistakes that you make. Because I think if you cut down on the mistakes and you just ride the system, like, I don't know if I had the best funds last year, but I don't think I made any big mistakes in my mutual funds and ETFs in my uh, 401k. Uh, does that mean I maximize my money? I beat the market so far this year. Did I do the best, best, best? Well, I look at my choice of funds and at the end of the year, I say, oh, who knew that one was going to do so great? Um, it's tough. It's tough not to play that kind of game in your head, right? Um, so be cautious. So in your 401k, there's different funds. And I think the best thing to do is to start with some sort of equibalance idea. I know you're saying, what's the word equibalance mean? I've never heard that. Work with me on this, okay? Um, you want some small cap, some mid cap, some large cap, some international and some income. And you equibalance by starting with 20% of each of those. Or you can go for a lifetime fund. Or you can go for a lifestyle fund. If you were to say, oh, look, there's an S&P 500 fund, that could be 20% of your large cap. For me, it's a large cap weighted fund. Now, again, this isn't science, so this isn't how you go, I'm going to get the pen out and write it in ink. And then you'll see something like uh, a Russell 2000 small cap fund, and you're like, hey, well, there's 20% there. I got, I, I got 40% of this. 
Um, look, there's an international fund or an emerging markets fund, uh, but it's really volatile. So instead of 20%, I'm just to do 10%. And that gives me an extra 10% when I'm all said and done. Or I like volatility because, you know, when you take a look at these markets, they're not as well developed, the emerging markets. So if they catch up to our quality of living, our standard of living, which they won't in your lifetime, you know, there's no way Haiti's going to become New York City in your lifetime. Um, but it's going to probably get a lot closer to that than New York City gets going to turn into a utopia in your lifetime. And by utopia, I mean like no crime. And by no crime, we mean no crime. So it's crime to take a look at Wall Street today. It's kind of the Shah of Blah is what's going on. So taking a look at the market numbers and things along those lines, it can kind of get in your head pretty quickly. Market's a little bit lower. McDonald's serves up a beat. Microsoft hits 1999 high. That's kind of humbling, right? talk a little bit about that and more. The feeling that you get of the blahs. We all get it. Wintertime, long rainy sessions, vacation periods where it's just no fun. Stock market kind of has a blah right now going on. Volume's been low. Not a lot of action. Trading ranges have been tight. Good earnings news is winning some company-specific accolades. Microsoft is that latest winner of that. Um, so their shares basically at the high since the dot-com boom. Software giant's bet on the cloud is paying off big time. The company to deliver to beat on both its top and bottom lines. Revenue also got a bump, rising 3% after falling for the past five quarters. Uh, taking a look at Microsoft shares today. Um, whoops, I pulled up McDonald's shares. Hmm, what's on my mind? I must want some McDonald's. But that's funny, it's not even my fault. It's Yahoo's who's doing that. Yahoo's got some problems. I'm going to miss that company one day. Um, because they once were something kind of special. Anyway, elsewhere out there, General Electric posted earnings at topped expectations. Revenue missed expectations, though, and they said slower economic growth weighed on its oil and gas businesses. There are any other big stocks out there? Skechers. Skechers is the non-Nike company, right? It's kind of the cool California thing like the In-N-Out burger. Man, I read an article yesterday slamming In-N-Out, saying it's just stupid Californians kind of praising the California culture. And if you were ever to eat um, In-N-Out burger next to five guys or what have you... Um, on the East Coast, you'd be like, it's pretty average. You agree with that? Disagree with that? We like our hamburgers fresh. There's no freezers there. We have a secret menu. I kind of agree. It is kind of a California hype thing on a lot of levels. So Skechers is getting stomped this morning. Uh, they cut their outlook for the current quarter after delivering third quarter results that missed Wall Street expectations. This is like a John Hughes movie to me. Let's say your name is Ducky. You have a choice between the hot girl, the girl that's going to love you, and the girl with no teeth. That's like Nike is the hot girl. Under Armour is the girl that's going to love you. And then there's a girl with no teeth. Now, who's going to be the most fun out of those three? Probably the girl with no teeth. She'll be like, let's go. Let's get on a motorcycle. 
<laughs> you know, I can eat, I can eat a beer can with my mouth. <laughs> it's like, ooh, you are fun, aren't you? But you don't want the most fun. You want the hot girl who's going to give you the best month of your life and an ego boost, and then she's going to dump you for the quarterback, or you want the girl that's going to love you. So in the world of shoes, you can't have them all. You can't have Nike, Under Armour, and Skechers. Now, Skechers has got a good story. It's kind of got that California mystique going on. But you just want to say no to it in the long term. Um, Uggs aren't exactly a a fad, uh, but there are fads. So be careful not to buy into one or fall, fall into one. So let's see. we got to continue to strength of the U.S. dollar today. It's major overhang right now. It's been forged on the back of some safe haven flows and some policy rate differential trades. Um, the euro continues a technical breakdown. Hmm. There's a concerns. There's a lot of concerns. Okay, this is what I'm seeing a lot of right now. A lot of articles about Brexit, hard Brexit. A lot of political uncertainty, especially tied to Europe right now. Monetary policy outlook, troubles in the EU banking system. And all of that's happening with economic lackluster blah going on. And my favorite commercial of all time. I know. No, it's not my favorite commercial of all time. It's close. It was MTV when they did blah, blah, tell blah. And it kind of sums it, sums it up. Um, so let's see. McDonald's easily topped expectations on a 3.5% increase in global comparable same-source sales. McDonald's is one of those companies that you have to hate, but you have to love to hate them. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. little ducky reference for you. Did you see that one coming? Was it obvious? 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. 
pretty big hacking attack going on right now. Shutting down a large part of the East Coast Internet. <clears throat> Everyone, you should change your passwords every three months. Maybe every six months. Maybe on your birthday. Maybe at the day after Thanksgiving. I've got little routines on things that are important to me. Like every Friday I check all my credit cards. I check all my finances. Check all my bills. So right now we're learning that sites like Amazon, Twitter, Etsy, GitHub, and Spotify... <clears throat> are all having major problems. Um, and that's all I'll say, because I don't really know much after that. When we start talking DYNs and DNSs, and I just come across as more stupid than I am when it comes to that. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the news. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Millennials. I often wonder what retirement's going to look like for millennials because I know what it looks like for me. I've worked my butt off. I worked really, really hard to achieve some success in my 20s and 30s so that I knew by the time I hit 40 that I wouldn't have to work till the day I died. Now, this is kind of skewed thinking, but when I was 18 years old, I said to myself, I don't want to work till the day I die. I want to work till I'm 35. I want $1 million by the time I'm 35 because I could probably live off that till the day I die. Now, then comes like the first wife who was a Playboy model. You know, kids, second wives, cars, cost of living in California. It gets very complicated. So your 18-year-old concept has to be changed. You have to update your financial plan. Now, for me, the idea of Social Security is almost a joke. Wait, you're telling me that I'm going to stay at home, watch Jerry... Jerry Seinfeld? No, no. I want to watch the, the angry one. I want to watch daytime television. Maybe I'll watch some Wendy Williams. That's what I'll do. I'll watch Wendy Williams. So I'll watch some Wendy Williams. And I'll probably even try to get out of the show and sit in the show and tell her how much I love her. Um, I love you so much, Wendy Williams. So the idea that I could stay at home and the government will write, send me a check, whoa. J.P. Morgan Chase released a survey about saving trends of millennials as opposed to baby boomers. Amongst the details, the survey found that millennials started saving for retirement at 23. Good for them. And that 82% millennials are comfortable about talking about money. Good. Um, I knew a millennial who once told me that she wanted to have surgery on her hoo-ha because she thought it was unattractive. Say what? And I'm like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> like, People don't talk about that. Um, so millennials obviously will talk about anything, right? And it was actually a financial dis- uh, question that she had for me. Like, should I max out my 401k or should I do this? And I'm like, max out the 401k. Keep the lights off. Um, so a lot of factoids. The age at which millennials want to retire. Millennial generation is a more bullish view on their financial future. They hope to retire by age 60, which is a decade sooner than the baby boomers. Uh, bad news, it's probably not going to happen, millennials. You can set early retirement as a goal, but a combination of current state of financial markets and a plain old life is most likely going to make your retirement at age 60 impossible. Of course, it, it's possible to retire by 60, um, but you have to have phenomenal pay. You have to have no expenses. You have to have very modest expectations about your standard of living, both before and after retirement. 
So you can't have a job, have a house, have a car, have a spouse, have a kid, and still expect to retire at 60, is what this survey is saying. Millennials that graduate from college, as more and more millennials do, are now receiving an average starting salary of just over 50000 Let's say that at retirement, such a millennial is earning $100,000 per year after career's worth of raises. So you started at 25-ish at 50000 you end at 60 at 100000 Your standard of living is going to be that 100000 But for most of your career, you weren't making that and you weren't saving that. Based on the J.P. Morgan Asset Management Handy Chart, you'll need $940,000 by retirement age, which they assume 65 and not 60. So you have to move everything five years forward to maintain that standard of living that you've now grown accustomed to. How many times your current salary you need saved up? You know, I'd say 10 to 20 times your salary. So anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting that millennials wanted to retire at 60. And I kind of told you I wanted to retire at 35, and that didn't quite happen. I had the million, but the lifestyle had changed. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. As you age, you're going to have different expectations for yourself. And sometimes life will get in the way. Sometimes it'll be that tooth that you have that cracks and you're going to need to get it fixed. And you're going to find out that your insurance doesn't cover it. And you're going to find out the dental industry has basically a monopoly on high prices. So you know that it doesn't cost $6,000 to put a screw into your mouth and let it heal. You know it can't be that much, right? That's how much it is. And then they're going to put a little cap on top of it. You know that thing's not $6,000, but... The industry is kind of barbaric, just so you know. I've got some fam- some elder family, and all I'll tell you is brush your teeth. It's the best advice that I can give you. Floss your teeth is probably the best advice I can give you. Price of movie tickets is headed for another record high this year. That's, that's called inflation. That's why you have to earn more money this year than next year. No, I'm sorry, this year than last year. The idea is you always want to have the ability to maintain your lifestyle. And that goes back to the millennials who want to retire at age 60. But the average millennial is making 50000 they come out of college and their you know, lifetime of raises there at 100000 It's going to be very, very difficult to pull that off unless you're saving like 25% of your paycheck instead of saving what you should be 10 to 15% of your paycheck. Average movie in the third quarter of this year was $8.51. Oof. Expected to be eight dollars and sixty cents um, early next year. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me at line at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show.
Call Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. Internet's acting funny. Um, any of the articles that I like to read, um, I read the Wall Street Journal. I read, sometimes I read the Investor's Business Daily. If I kind of want to like, get a snapshot of markets and less so about business. Um, Kiplinger's, I think, is great. I think Forbes is nice. But anyone could write for Forbes. And anyone could write for Kiplinger's now, which is kind of discouraging. Anyone could write for Market Watch. I remember um, one of my old bosses, I was like looking at Market Watch one day, and I see my old boss. I'm like, how did that happen? And I did a little bit of research, right? And it turns out he paid for it. So... And it's tough sometimes to figure out what's paid content and what's not. And the paid content's not worth it. This was the boss who... (laughs) Oh, he called me not too long ago, crying in the middle of the night. And, uh, wasn't good. Okay, there we go. Anyone could do paid content. So you have to be very cautious. When it came time for me at one point in time, he was the guy who had Italian suits and you know, he dressed the part, but he wasn't very smart. So he had people who were CFAs and uh, underneath him basically doing a lot of the, the smart work for him, which was smart because he himself couldn't do it. And then one day to save money, he started firing people or letting people go. And uh, he basically said, you know, God's picking my stocks. And I was like, uh oh. It's not good when I, I only have a CFA pick stocks. So that to me was a sign of something not quite good going on. 800 1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800 1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, anything you want to talk about, we could talk about money invested in more. Let's see what we got. I don't see anyone. Go to Gill in Southern California. Gill in Southern California. Hey, Rob. Good morning. What's up? Insurance. Sure. Annual checkup. Okay. Uh, I just went through it, and, you know, my property values are going up. Uh, I'm having to pay more for insurance. It's one of the things that uh, I don't think in retirement, as I'm retired, it's not that it's like a big deal, 
but it's something that you know I had you know I have an umbrella I have earthquake uh, you know I've got fire insurance uh, you know then you've got all your if you have any kind of valuables or collectibles or things like that that's they call it apparently I found out it's called a floater but you know I'm looking at at least five hundred dollars a month for insurance sure that was something I hadn't figured on but I just you know, I think that's something that we should consider when we retire. Um, it just and what do you think? Uh, that was one comment I wanted to make that I didn't realize that was going to be continuing to go up. But is there anything going to happen with the economy when guys my age, around seventy, are going to start having to take money out of their four hundred ones and and IRAs and things like that? Do you think it's going to change anything? No. There's always been that talk, and thanks for the call, Gil. Right. And you're throwing out a lot of concepts, and I like it. I like it a lot. Um, millennials are a bigger size workforce than you, and they're having to put more in. Um, I think the bigger question is, what happens when we hit the point of we can't tax people anymore? A lot of people look at Bill Clinton and go, he balanced the budget. He had a surplus. What, what he did was he started getting Social Security tax from corporations and from individuals. Um, seven and a half percent of your paycheck was suddenly going to Social Security. Um, so every paycheck in the in the United States started sending money to the government for a brand new type of tax. Um, I think we're in more brand new types of taxes. We're going to need a brand new type of tax called the rich guy tax because apparently anyone who makes over two hundred fifty thousand dollars is rich, except for in the state of California. Um, you're okay in the state of California, but you're not rich. In the state of, you know, um, Tennessee, you're rich at that salary. But I think we're going to see more taxes, and I think that's going to be an issue for millennials. But I think millennials will be able to carry the investment weight. Um, and they're doing it on a much more passive way than you did, whereas you bought individual stocks, that, which tends to lend itself to a little bit more volatility. Um, buying a lot of stocks uh, will hopefully smooth things out, unless there's still a mass exit for the door at some point in time. Um but no, I don't think there's going to be a black swan event tied towards you liquidating money. Um, it happens on a regular basis already. Um, you know, when you manage money for a living, you always see like, hey, another million dollars went out the door. And it's like, did they, did they fire you? And it's like, nope, they're just taking that, taking money down. Um, but no predictions yet on that. As far as the insurance cost goes, I think you make a really good point. Um, always remember to insure that which you can't afford to lose. Um, and it sounds like you've done pretty well in your life because you have umbrella insurance, which is awesome type of insurance because it covers uh, what isn't covered by some of your other types of insurances. Um, so, like, if you hit a car of attorneys, uh, your typical car insurance is probably not going to have enough coverage to protect you, but the umbrella policy will. Um, and the nice thing about a lot of insurance is if you shop, you can probably get a pretty good rate. Um as long as you're not a guy who habitually uses it. I question whether you need earthquake insurance. I know you live in Southern California. If the house is paid off and that's something you can't afford to lose, and you have to have both those kind of statements, or pretty darn close to paid off. You have, if you have a lot of equity and you can't afford to lose that, um, in the end, I have a house right now that probably has 500, probably about $500,000, maybe $550,000 of equity. If an earthquake hit today, knocked it down, I'd still be okay. I've got enough equity elsewhere. So at some point in time, you need to say to yourself, 
is it important to have that insurance? Because it's expensive. That's probably the most expensive insurance that you have. And uh, Lord knows, we all saw um, the recent earthquake movie. Um, and yeah, California, we're gonna lose in California. We're gonna lose both San Francisco and LA at the same time, according to these documentary movies <laughs> with the rock in them. Um, so ensure what you can't afford to lose. So I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm sticking with it as far as the story goes. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Um, this was kind of interesting. I was talking to a couple that they just gotten married and they knew that prices were too expensive in homes. So one of the things that they did was they started touring. They wanted to see how much, you know, they, they kind of wanted to see what the whole process of buying a home. So they didn't pre-qualify. They didn't have a loan ready. They just, they're like, oh, we'll buy a house in five years, but let's go take a look at houses now. Let's see what this whole process is about. And sure enough, her and her husband found the dream house that they wanted to buy. They were fine living in an apartment, but then they find the dream house that they want to buy. So ultimately they said, okay, let's buy it. You know, this is the one that we really, really want for the rest of our lives. And the average time to close on a loan today is about 50 days. The process can be about 60 days. For some people, it can be 35 days. It's going to be 35 days if you walk into the situation going, you got two months of pay stubs, two years of W-2s, three months worth of bank, blanks, uh, bank statements, letters confirming employment, retirement account balances, gift letters for any deposits over $5,000, proof of homeowner's insurance, you have to have insurance before you can buy a house, and documentation on any other assets. Okay. So you start gathering all that stuff, and it's quite a list. Um, and you double down on everything that you can as far as required documents go. Instead of two months' worth of pay stubs, go with four months' pay stubs. Um, and I think that'll help you enormously in that process of getting a home. Uh, demographics, one of the things Gil brought up is one of the big drags in Japan. And... You know, certainly as Japan got older, one of their problems was that, you know, we promise old people Social Security and Medicare, and then they're like, well, I'm old. I'm going to take my money out of my stock and go out and live it. I'm not going to pass it on to heirs. Um, Japan's got an old nation. They don't have a lot of, um, what are they called, terrible hombres? Um Criminals from Mexico that come to work in our kitchens and our 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 agricultural markets. They don't have that. They don't have immigration to the point that the United States does. So one of the nice things for Gil is is that we regularly bring in people from other countries. Regularly. Wrong. No, <laughs> we regularly bring them in, right? I'm trying to make some Trump references in and I'm not pulling it off well. Um, and they'll help the workforce, and they'll help pay for some other issues. And then, hopefully, they'll buy stocks down the road. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money investing more. Happy day to you. Hopefully you're looking at your 401k, your 403b, your 457, at least quarterly. Don't be shy about it. There's a lot of good apps that you can put on your phone. Bring in CFP, Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, how are you today? I'm good. Hey, you know, apps on the phone. Let's let's go to that for a minute. Sure. I don't know if you've noticed, because I know you've used Credit Karma before, right? Sure. Tons of calls. I don't know if it's from that or something else, but I'm getting all of these calls regarding, you've qualified for business credit and all this other garbage. So it makes me a little bit concerned about the security of the apps and the information that you put on there. So make sure if you do put an app on your phone that helps you monitor your credit for free, mm-hmm. you're reading all of the terms and conditions and privacy policies in terms of who they're sharing information with. You make me want to laugh like um, that guy from uh, Cape Fear. read the terms and conditions oh my gosh that's i gotta watch that movie again it's been long enough i need to see that again that was a great movie i wonder if it aged well i know that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking anyhow um i'm not getting any of those calls and i've got credit karma but one of the things that i do do is i use my cron phone number for Mm. every phone number that i fill out so, good so, so maybe it's going to a secretary. Maybe she's getting a call. Is Rob, does Rob Black want to open a new line of business credit? So. <laughs> and the secretary is taking your information and opening it for herself. Oh, stop Ooh. it. You're so, well, you're so I'm much fun. Through, uh, well, I'm going through all of uh, Hillary Clinton's emails right now on WikiLeaks and just trying to find some investable ideas. So It's been a bad year for emails, hasn't it? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, you know we've been telling clients and doing You've events on on uh, shredding papers and, and how to secure yourself, getting new computers, um, and making sure you're using something like a password keeper or LastPass that creates, you need at least 16 characters that don't make any sense. You can't figure that out and remember it all on your own, so you need some sort of a program to do that. So get it done. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you're going to get hacked or deal with information. I just got uh, from Lincoln Financial. Uh, I got a letter saying that my information might have been compromised when they were doing a technology change internally. Um, so they're offering me free identity protection, which I've always had already, so I'm not going to respond to that letter, but, um, you know, it happens. Okay. We got a call from Gil in Southern California in the last segment, and Chad and I are going to be doing a seminar together coming up in November. First time ever doing a lunch seminar in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. People can sign up for the event for retirees, uh, particularly for retirees, but for you know anyone approaching retirement, they can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. We got a call from Gil in Southern California, and it sounds like he's doing everything right. He's and One of the things that he brought up, and I had brought up early in the show, that millennials want to retire at age 60, and um, the research article that I was reading was basically saying that's probably not going to happen because millennials right now are making 50 on average and they'll probably make 100 on average by the time they get there, but they'll want to live off 100 and from 60 to 100, they won't be able to, they probably won't save enough. So they're probably going to have to work till 65 minimum, the article was saying. And I thought that was a pretty good piece. Um, but then Gil called in and this kind of ties together. Um, he said, you know, I've got earthquake insurance. He said, all my insurances are going up. I've got, you know, umbrella insurance. All my insurances are going up. 
Um, and I think that's, yep. he's, he's kind of retired, right? So he's, yeah. he's telling the millennials, like, watch out. Things are going to be more expensive than you think they are. And he doesn't even know that he's telling them that. Well, and, and the issue is this, is that I'm a big believer, like I've said so many times on your show, that things return to the mean. Um, stocks, the averages, bonds, they'll return to the means eventually. The other thing is that inflation, inflation typically runs at around 3 3 3.5% over your lifetime on most costs. Healthcare costs have been more. Um, it's been very, very low. That's why there is an increase in Social Security next year, but it is the smallest, most ridiculous increase in history. It's a three-tenths of 1% increase on costs, which will not even come close to making up the cost of increase in Medicare Part B for seniors next year. And one of the reasons why interest rates need to normalize is because insurance companies take your money and they invest in safe bonds, and bonds, safe bonds aren't paying anything. So expect insurance premiums to go up. We will likely expect that eventually we'll have an environment, an economic environment, that will go through a very high rate of inflation to get back to normal. Now, hopefully it's not like it was in the you know, mid-80s when it was 12% for a while and Volcker had to come in and break the back of inflation by rising rates even more. Um, the good news is, is that investing with inflation is actually pretty easy to do, especially with things like TIPS, Treasury Inflation Protected Securities, which are bonds that go up in value with inflation. So... Um, I think you're right. I think the other issue with millennials, Rob, is that from what I'm seeing is that they are socking money away. They're also staying with their parents and letting their parents pay for a lot of money. And a lot of parents are actually harming their retirement by enabling their kids. Uh, but the, the millennials are putting money away. They're just a little bit afraid of the stock market because they grew up um, you know, hearing about the tech correction and then going through the credit crisis. So they don't trust they think everybody's kind of a Wall Street banker versus looking at the actual company and what they do, like Johnson & Johnson selling Band-Aids, like, you know, hey, you play the Xbox, invest in Microsoft kind of a thing. So they need to get more involved in stocks, otherwise between things costing more money and them avoiding aggressive assets, they won't be able to retire unless they get on it. Got about 30 seconds left. You want to throw anything else into that uh, idea? Yeah, I want people to, well, not into that idea, but I want people to check out quickbooksconnect.com, which is where we're going to be speaking on Monday and Tuesday. People can get a 50% discount on getting in using the code CONNECT. Rob, we're on the same speaker list as Tony Hawk, Simone Biles, Michael Phelps, Ava Longoria. Have you, have you seen that speaker page? It's pretty cool to be on the same page. Our picture's on the same page as Shaquille O'Neal. I know, I know. Uh, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. All right. Yeah, quickbooksconnect.com. It's in San Jose coming up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's a great event, so check it out. Uh, password Connect will get you 50% off. Sign up at quickbooksconnect.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.